trying to make sure, man, you're safe to drive, that's all. I know, man. I just... You, you scared me a little bit because you were sleeping in there, so that's, you know, why I was making sure you're okay. You know, and then that's... I know, I know. You just doing your job. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome back to the BZ Podcast. This is Zay. I am sitting here with Brett. And we missed you. <laughs> we missed you. And it's going to be one of those pods where I don't even remember how to pod. Oh. I feel atrophied. Oh, no. I always do. I always do. I say that every time. Yeah. How you been? Been all right. You been all right? Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy any festivities for the fourth? What? <laughs> I don't know. How, how you been, Zay? Did, did you get a glizzy? The fuck is a glizzy? <laughs> you ever see them hot dog meme joints where they just catch somebody eating a hot dog and they oh. just record them and niggas be wilding? No, I don't. I don't know anyone. I'm here alone. No, <laughs> no I was in my house making pupusas. Pupusas. <laughs> that was my Fourth of July, and relaxing, chilling, doing what I want. How is your how how have you been? I've been all right. I can't complain. It's been hot as fuck though. Yeah, exactly. One That's why go- I'm like on top of like fourth of July. It's hot as fuck. Like who wants to be outside? It's just <laughs> no, muggy. It's you. not like like it's hot. It's just mug. Like it's, the moment you go both. out. Yeah. It's steaming. Mm. Mm-mm. 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 Well, did you get a glizzy? Isaiah, I did, I got a glizzy. I <laughs> ate a glizzy yesterday. That disgusting. It does sound nasty. That's why I thought it was funny. Ew. Um, yeah, nah. I was chilling. Um, I went over my boy's crib. That's about it. I don't know. Fourth of July. I've never been on it, but this year specifically, just not the move. You know, usually when like Fourth of July comes on, you see it comes around, you see like a whole bunch of people posting on their stories and stuff like that. I ain't seen none of that this year. Well, granted, I mean it's like a double whammy because we ain't supposed to be congregating anyway. Right, right, and right. you know the injustice is still going on. So right, <laughs> it's it was it was a double whammy. I saw on Facebook actually uh some site called Gallup or something like that they did a poll on how proud people feel to be American how do you even poll that I said where was the poll at cause ain't what? nobody ask us that wasn't on my census I'm saying like these bullshit ass polls but basically least than half Americans said that they were proud to be an American <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the, the numbers keep going lower and lower each year they're saying so but I mean, it's probably, I mean, you can say it's probably mostly like liberals or Democrats that say mm-hmm. they're not proud, but I'm sure many Republicans aren't proud because they have to wear masks. Oh, oh. Because I this was, is a political issue now, you know? Everything's a political issue. I don't know how we take sickness or a virus and like make it. Fucking mm-hmm. idiots to the rest of the world, I swear to God. Yeah, so where, where my boy lives at, he lives in like, it's kind of like Hick, Hickville, mm-hmm. like on the way there you'll see nothing but trump 2020 signs mm-hmm. don't don't tread on me like whole bunch of stuff <laughs> like it's like these back roads and stuff right yeah and um i can tell you if i was taking a census there everybody was proud to be american yesterday because fireworks were going <laughs> off yo it was like a war zone you walk mm-hmm. outside like you you turn left 
explosion. You turn right, <laughs> explodes like everywhere. It was crazy. I wanted to take like a bike ride around. I thought that would be dope, but I don't know. I don't feel too like comfortable. Mm, yeah, I don't feel I comfortable on that. Mm-mm. That does sound like mad fun to see that. I like explosions. Yeah, I like but explosives. I feel like. It was funny because, you know, I'm one of the suckers that would have like videoed it and put it up on the stories in years past. But I almost felt in guilty, like yeah. enjoying it a little bit like, no, fuck these fireworks. <laughs> Injustice. Injustice. But uh, yeah, they've been going off with the fireworks for weeks now, right? I mean, since the protest started, basically, but not every neighborhood. But you know, yeah, it's been consistent, the fireworks and quotations. Yeah, I got into a conversation at work, right? Because, you know, I'd be in my, I don't know. I just don't think everybody, like the average person is setting off that many fireworks, especially in a pandemic when you need to be minding your fucking money and shit like that. So I was talking with some older people at my job and I brought that up. I was like, I, I don't think it's all just pedestrians doing it. I think this is, it's been used in the past to suppress uh resistance and stuff like that setting off fireworks they looked at me like i was fucking crazy <laughs> they were like oh you went down the rabbit hole with that one Arrgh, started going off so uh, i was quiet i mean truth is stranger than fiction so whatever right you know but i mean you could tell when it's fireworks then you hear gunshots but a lot of times it was literally like singular booms mm just boom and then it would stop and then maybe in a few more and then that'd be like it it didn't sound like fireworks it was just random noise yeah. but in my neighborhood at least it kind of like it finally died down mm-hmm. but i know other people you know it's pretty consistent but i mean there was like videos of i think it was in new york with those cop cars like just had their sirens on just driving around in circles just causing a ruckus mm-hmm. um like towards the beginning of the protest because they want to make it seem like it's chaos outside so that you stay inside that's that manipulation yeah so it's not that crazy but you know yeah the ones i was by they had like the event fireworks i thought i was at like the super bowl <laughs> i mean i will say last night from just from my window like i saw all types of stuff in the sky i'm like where are y'all getting all this stuff <laughs> right but whatever we'll see i'm just hoping that now will stop because that shit was pretty annoying yeah yeah hope that shit is over for yeah so we'll see all right so what are we getting into today hey um I didn't tell y'all, but I hope y'all week went well. I hope your your week is going to go well. I didn't say that last week, so I feel like I got to catch up. Um, <laughs> what are we getting into today? All right. I guess we'll start here with uh, Mike Henry, the voice of Cleveland Brown, is stepping away from the role. And Jenny Slate gives up her role as Missy in Netflix animated show Big Mouth. You ever watch Big Mouth? mm I kind of started to, but kind of fell off of it. Yeah, I wasn't that interested. <laughs> it was all right. It was funny. Like the first, the first season had me laughing, but then I kind of fell off of it too. I don't like pervy kid stuff. Yeah, I don't like that. I get it. So yeah, <laughs> good, good point. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, yeah, you know. yeah. Good point. I mean, the premise of the show I thought was kind of cool. Like just as far as like a uh, a. Uh, making a show about going through puberty yeah i guess nah that's just me i'm not saying you know nothing wrong with people who like it it just wasn't for me uh but um i saw a meme that was floating around and they were like you're doing everything but stopping 
police brutality, which is funny at first glance. But then I thought about it more and it's just like, yo, like the people that are doing these, uh, the actors that are stepping down, the whoever, these uh, symbolic stuff, like these people do not have any pull on what actually needs to be changed. So I think they're finding their way to, to lean in however they can. So I don't know. I think we just need to be careful before we like mock everybody who's doing something that just doesn't directly fight against police brutality. I would hope that they're using their platform, not just doing that, but using their platform to speak. But um, yeah, I know. I thought it was kind of misdirected. Mm. Yeah, I think um, I mean, I think it was a good gesture. But yeah, I think it all gets grouped in together because so much is happening right now. And we have a lot of displays from our government and city officials that are similar to that same display of stepping yeah, down that's from a who role. we want yeah. so but i think that's why you know everybody's just grouping it in because there's so much going on and let me be say i was one of the first people to say that black lives matter paint on the ground was bullshit so <laughs> and all those people that were mad and disagreed with me now mm-hmm. like, i mean <laughs> it is i mean yo we got to start calling it what it is yo. i was just like okay y'all excited for this okay so at least most people see that that's not enough um, but hey, I guess, I guess, like you said, <laughs> there are those who are doing what they can. Mm. I don't know. I don't, I don't I, know just, how much I care about them stepping down from a role. I don't neither. I mean, cool, but I, it doesn't solve any problems. So it's not, it's like, just kind of like a non-factor to me. It's just like, you're still going to go in and get the next job. It It was almost as if. They especially like the guy that did Cleveland Browns voice. I know he wasn't black. Yeah, I like I didn't know who the hell did it, honestly. And for real, for real, most of those shows like Family Guy and all that, they have like three people that do all the voices, you know. So I never honestly assumed it was a black person. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of he could have just like stepped down and not said anything for real, for real. Because everybody was like, from what I saw, people were like, oh, <laughs> like, I didn't even know who the fuck did his voice anyway. Like, right. I didn't know anybody cared. But I mean, I think that goes to show like the people who want to lean in literally don't know what to do. <laughs> like, they literally don't. Oh, I guess I lose my. No, I, I, I won't take this job. Like, it's they, they're in a place where they can't change anything. I think everybody feels kind of disenfranchised and helpless in this situation in some way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's all so, superficial. It's, yeah, um, like um, I like it's. I get it. Like it's it's cool. It's nice. It's appreciated. But at the same time, I think that we're just in a place right now, just right in the midst of everything, where it's like you know you can't really appreciate it right now until we get past you know until we get to some sort of finish line. Then maybe we can look back like, oh, that was another you know good thing that helped. Yeah, I think it's weird like to applaud it. Because, like, it doesn't really do anything into, like, somebody outside looking in. It's kind of like, oh, so what? I'm supposed to give my job up now? Like, you got to kind of, like, I don't know. Like, you got to kind of play for the idiots in in, in this. Like, you got to kind of move with them in mind. Because somebody's going to look at that and be like, oh, they just want everything. They just don't want us to have a job. Da, 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 da. And it's just <laughs> like, you know, like, uh. I don't know. I think it can get it can get misrepresented from us from certain people because i don't think we're calling for people to give up their positions no uh, are we like i don't think i mean that's no neither, neither one of those people stepping down i don't think that was like what you know 
motivated them to do that. Yeah. Pressure from outside. I mean, it was their own guilt, I guess. <laughs> but I don't know. I I mean, especially, you know, those roles where it's like visual, like you could see them and they're uh-huh. playing a different race. But as far as voicing, I mean, I get it. I guess. Whatever. It's nice. I don't know. That's what I said. I can't. I feel like once we're all past this, then maybe we can look back and be like, oh, that's awesome. But yeah. right now, I don't know. I just, there's too much still going on. So much going on. Um, all right. So we'll move on kind of with the same thing. So the NFL is to play the black national anthem before every game, lift every voice and sing. Mm, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why not Brit? no shade like i appreciate it and i don't know we just <sighs> we let's need just be some, that shit don't something. slap it don't slap it don't slap we just need something new we just need something new what like a new song yeah i don't feel like we should be singing two separate anthems it's like all right first let's do the white one now for the black one yeah like, that kind of like drives the divide more right i just i don't I, we just need to make something new in my eyes or just don't even sing that shit at all yeah when were like do you remember when you got introduced to that song i at i've all? always knew the song but i didn't know that it was like the negro national anthem until like more recent years I just thought it was just like a church song or something. Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> it was just Keith, Keith Benjamin was was singing it during like an assembly. It was like Black History Month in mm-hmm. in high school, and he had the part like the the low part was sing a song. Yeah. That was the first time I ever heard it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, well, all right. I don't know. You remember Black History Month assemblies? Did you ever have that? That might be specifically me. I, I went to a. I didn't well, go no, to like a. Like I, my schools are pretty white, so. Yeah, mine were too. Oh uh, well, we just didn't. I don't remember ever having that. Yo, interestingly enough, yo, I came across a page on Instagram, and it's chronicling like our education system, and mm-hmm. like anybody who was in in South Brunswick education system went to school there could, like, just submit a a racial experience that they had. Mm-hmm. boy there's a lot of posts mm-hmm. a lot of posts a lot of shit that that even like present day they let slide like people mm-hmm. throwing the n-word around teachers oh, not wow. doing nothing yeah i thought it was i thought it was pretty crazy well oops sorry elise is getting called out right i love social media for that sucks um that you know people are still going through that type of shit Right, and it was everybody. Stories to tell. It wasn't even just black people. It was like we have a lot of Indians around too. It was Mm -hmm. them saying it. I mean, you're seeing, especially now, more videos with people that are not black. You know, getting attacked for the way they look Mm -hmm. by these same Karens and Kevins. (laughs) I saw. Did you watch that video I sent you with that one Asian guy? What was it? Remind me. I sent it to you last night because he ended up crying by the end of the video. Like I didn't watch so all. Wasn't it like ten minutes? I, that's why I said fast forward. So oh, my, bad. my bad. You know that attention span. That attention <laughs> no, span that's on what IG. I was trying to tell you, like at the end, 
<laughs> but anyway, um, no, he was on. They're installing like a gutter or something to some lady's house, and it was this Asian guy. His wife, his wife looked like she might have been white, but I honestly mm. can't tell what she was. She might have been like Spanish, but the crew working with them was uh Spanish guys, and that's like a black guy. So the next door neighbor was having a fit, saying that everybody was on her property. She cussing, just being nasty, like, you know, screaming at them. She He all up in his wife's face. I mean, she was all up in his wife's face. Like, it was crazy how they, like, just did not haul off and hit this woman because she was doing the most. So, you know, they were trying to finish the work. The owner that wanted the work done was out there trying to, like, reason with the neighbor. The the lady's going crazy, you know what I mean? Like, having a full tantrum. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, they end up just, like, saying fuck the job, you know, eventually because they were getting harassed so badly. But by the end of it, because he was heated, like, he could not stop arguing with her. (laughs) Like, you know, he just couldn't let it go or just Mm -hmm. ignore her. So by the end of the video, it cut to him in the car with his crew and he was getting really emotional because it was just like, you know, wow, like, you know, this lady was really coming at me and my people and we really had to show so much restraint and it's just fucked up because you have so much rage, you know, and you can't even do nothing about it. And the lady literally said, I can say whatever I want. I'm white. (laughs) I said, yeah. Yo, it's crazy. But I'm like, yeah, like y'all see what be going on like these karens Mm. and kevins be tripping the entitlement (laughs) is just nuts but it's it's understandable but it's like i can throw a fit i'm white duh like all i gotta do is make a call and and by understandable i'm not agreeing with it but like just like when you go throughout your entire life where everything about you is right and correct and every everything you see is just reaffirming that uh you have this status as a white person Mm -hmm. white woman white man this that and a third when it gets when the pressure cooks up that's gonna unleash itself and that's what we're seeing we're seeing go ahead no i was about to change the subject a little bit um i also think it's really interesting because you keep seeing all these videos with you know white people uh, on people's property or at, like questioning why are they here you know mm. what are you doing in this neighborhood or literally on the person's property and asking why are they on their own property you know mm. and i saw this video today talking about the housing system and segregation and the laws that were put into place like in the 50s with the housing basically you know creating all these suburbs um and only you know allowing white people to buy the houses and this was like written into the deeds the banks had to agree with it um what is it called the um the housing department and government uh federal housing yeah, whatever FH something yeah whatever um they also wrote laws into place basically saying you know that black people were not allowed to buy houses out in these neighborhoods um, because they were saying like after the great Dep- depression they had projects in the cities and they had them segregated they had black projects and white projects um and they were still paying like um regular it wasn't like low income it was like regular price but eventually um i guess once people started to do a little better no what happened was the black uh, the black housing projects waiting list kept getting longer and longer so then they didn't have any more space for them to go into the black ones so then the white ones basically got converted into black ones Mm -hmm. so for them to have place to put the white people they started making these developments out in the suburbs 
And then they started writing the laws into place, basically saying, you know, that black people couldn't go out into these areas. And the price of houses, like there were black families back then that could have easily afforded to buy houses. But just the laws that were put into place, you know, didn't allow for them to do that. Mm-hmm. And then they started and then the guy that was what was his name? He wrote a book on it. It's called uh, The Law, The Color of Law, I believe. Um, he basically was talking about how over the generations, you know, the the way that these families were able to send their kids to college, able to pass down wealth and all these types of things were because they had the house and they were able to, you know, they had that asset. So mm. they were able to build up, you know, wealth and get Equity businesses, and all that, all stu- that yeah. stuff where because literally there's laws in place, you know, we weren't able to do that. Mm. And it's clear as day the difference of, you know, why our people are where they are and why white people have been able to get to where they are. Um, so it was like when people call for reparations and things like that, like these are the reasons why. Um, and it's like the housing act had a huge part to play in that um yeah because that's what that's what the country's built off of mostly property is, is the game yeah property <laughs> so property is the game you know um and just but, how oh, many... but sorry but I, the, to round that back onto but, you know being like what are you doing in this neighborhood okay. and all that type of stuff you know that mentality that was back in the 50s that wasn't that long ago and you see the people that generally are acting like that are older people who I'm sure were children when this was going on, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And they were able to see that around them and from their family members. So instantly it triggers something, you know what I'm saying? When they're in their neighborhood and they see a colored person, <laughs> it's like, what are you doing here? You're like not supposed to be here. It's almost, it's almost in their DNA. It's almost like they're not even, it's like an outer body experience, the rage. Yeah, that it's like, they, it's like some show. clicks in the brain and yeah. it's just like, you know, what are you doing here? It's not the good old days. <laughs> right. Uh, by the way, the color of law, is it Richard Rothstein? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's the author. If anybody was interested, look that up real quick. Oh, thanks for looking that up. No problem. <laughs> yeah. I, I find myself, I've been having conversations with, with people that I normally wouldn't have. You know, at my job, we had these one-on-one meetings that we usually have like every quarter or whatever. And um, I guess part of corporate policy was was asking your manager to ask you about everything that's going on, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually had a pretty decent conversation with my manager who obviously we have two different ideologies working. But um, just being able to share information that he wasn't privy to like Mm -hmm. he never heard of Tulsa he didn't know about uh he didn't realize that the statues were built almost in direct uh confrontation with the civil rights movement Mm -hmm. you know a lot of people don't know these things and you know a couple years back I got into a conversation with a co-worker uh my man Ja shout out Ja and we went back and forth about whose responsibility is it to educate people and back then I was like staunch, like, yo, if they, if somebody wants to know something, they need to work it up and do it themselves. Right. But I don't know. I think I'm kind of changing with that in certain scenarios as far as, um, I don't just giving people context when you're having these discussions, I was forced into this discussion because it was my one-on-one, but I just saw that as an opportunity to be like, yeah, do you know when those statues were built? They were built in like the 50s. Have you ever heard of the Daughters of the Confederacy? That's the shit that you sent to mm-hmm. me. 
And then he was like, no, I never heard of that. I was like, you ever heard about Tulsa, Oklahoma? No, I never heard about that. So like, I don't know. I just hope when we have these conversations that I can give information that has the person walk away with something, walk away with some sort of, uh, I don't know, I guess just fucking empathy at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. I mean, empathy, knowledge, Mm. it's just facts. Like, you know, it's like, whether you agree with it or not, this is what happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the whole thing with the daughters of the Confederacy, um, and you said that happened in the fifties. I don't even remember. Yeah. I wasn't sure of the date of when it happened. I don't know. I'll look it up. But yeah, them erecting all of those statues, um, and then rewriting all the history books, basically mm-hmm. putting the South in a good light. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. It wasn't the 50s. It wasn't the 50s. I'm when sorry. When was it? No, I, I don't even know if you said this that. This is 1894. I said those, those statues were built in like the 50s and 60s. Well, 1890. I mean, that was still after the Civil War, mm-hmm. you know, and um, slaves were free-ish. In, in um, quotes. <laughs> so this is what is this around recon well getting close to reconstruction era mm-hmm. but you know the the united daughters of confederacy i mean they were kind of the women who were put in charge of passing down uh hate i don't i don't know what else to I call it i just don't you know? understand how like they built up this group and they were going around erecting all these statues to pre- preserve the memory of their Confederate fallen soldiers. Uh, um, but the, the thing though, how they got all that information into the textbooks. Yeah. That's, I think a, they that's were. the part that I was like, Hmm, did they get distributed all over the place? Cause I know I definitely got those textbooks, but I was in Virginia. So uh-huh. that's technically the South. So I don't know if it went everywhere, but I just find that like, who allowed this shit? <laughs> because the way they were writing history, they just basically dumbed down slavery, like really dumbed it down um, and just, you know, made everything look very nice. And, you know, it was all good. You know, it's crazy. We I just some uh, happy Negroes. On right. The they, they try to say it was like picnics. Yo, I was listening to this pod and they were saying uh, they were talking about how people reason to do bad things. This person, um, like how they justify themselves. And uh, the woman that was talking, I forget her name. She was just uh, using slavery as like the how they used to justify slavery. Mm-hmm. And there was one of the things they said, they were like, you know, up north, the black people, they don't even feed them. You know, <laughs> they, they have to they have to eat like it's way better down here. We take care of them, this, that and the third. We mm-hmm. feed them. We, we give them somewhere to live. Da, 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 da. And like if you go, sh- she was making a correlation of that and how like corporations are structured mm-hmm. and things like that. And how like, uh, you know, you'll have a corporation that has corruption scandal that comes up and how it can continue to happen with all these moving pieces and how they justify those actions. She used another example, like the housing market bust and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. thought it was pretty interesting. Um, I just read that uh, the daughters, the United Daughters of the Confederacy has been labeled as a neo-Confederate in tracking of hate groups and extremists by the Southern Poverty Law Center. So I guess now they're considered a, uh, a hate group. Yeah, but did they remove all that information from the damn textbooks? The no. statues are still up. 
No, I want to so see what a textbook like... looks like now. How are they covering slavery nowadays? I remember how it was for us, but yeah, I don't know. I wonder if it's worse. If you had to, if you had to guess, do you think it's worse? I don't know because I'm like, do they even use textbooks like that anymore? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's like everything is a PowerPoint in school. All the teachers just right. pull up a web page. <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't know. I, I don't I'm know. sure they do, though. I'm sure they have some sort of curriculum. I don't know anyone that's, like, in school right now that's, like, middle school or something like that to ask. Ask Shay when he gets there. Oh, my God. That's a few years. And Shay don't pay attention. He's not a good person to ask. <laughs> <It's> like, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would love to know. I want to know how they're covering it now. See, I think I think that one of the conversations that one of the things that came out of the conversation I was having with my boss is that it does boil down to education and something has to be done. That's one thing that we we heavily agreed upon. And I was telling them how, you know, education is like the biggest thing because that shapes your view of the world. And if you have these two very polarizing, contrasting views, it is indicative is that a word? I just mm-hmm. be throwing words out. It's it's indicative. <laughs> it's indicative. That's what it is. It's an indicative. Uh, right. I got nervous. <laughs> uh, it's indicative of just like how how education has failed. This country's failed. I don't even like that's the it's thing. A failed it's, state. Because <laughs> it's not. I don't know because it's like this outside group was able to infiltrate the education system basically mm-hmm. who is a small group like so that's why it's just like it's just all fucked up from so many angles i mean even if you break it down to the basics like this education system really was never for people of color so i mean honestly no it's, it's doing a dis it's doing a disservice though to people who are white as well yeah, yeah. it's just fucked up all around yeah that's the hardest thing to get through to people you know the um the slavery is or or racism is all about how it affects black people but nobody ever talks about how it affects white folks the negative impact lack Mm -hmm. of empathy lack of perspective uh ignoring realities craziness what Mm -hmm. you thinking um just history and things you see and you know thinking Mm. about burned black bodies (laughs) Right on a postcard. Um, How normal! Oh, it was. I was watching that. You didn't watch that video I sent you of the the Jim Crow Museum. You sure? I don't know. Did you? I watch might. It? I might have. Talk about it. No, there was just like uh, this game where they would throw like softballs at black babies. What? No, I didn't. It. I didn't watch that. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't watch that. That was like something they would go do after church after church yeah it was like a carnival game um i don't remember the exact name of it but there is a lot of things like that you should watch it it's it's on youtube it's called the jim crow museum i think it's like 27 minutes long oh yo you sent that to me and you told me don't watch this no that wasn't that that's not that one oh god no that was um uncle tom's ship or something some old movie or something like that terrible it was just it was re- it was showing slavery. It was one of the movies made back in like the seventies, I think. But it was it was very brutal. I couldn't get. I was like the first twenty minutes, I had to turn it off. It was very disgusting and disturbing. Mm. The amount of nudity in it, there was too many nude children. 
Um, the stuff that they were doing to those people in the movie, I'm just like, is it really acting? Because yeah. <laughs> it, it looked very real. Um, and just the degradation of those actors. I, I don't understand it. I had to turn it off because it was making me sick. Um, yeah, don't look it up if you don't want to be a little traumatized. <laughs> Some things are better left than seen. Yeah. I don't think I could ever go back and finish watching it. Um, mm. They were like just like they were shoving shit up people's asses. Mm. It was it was a lot. It looked very real. It was a lot. See, uh, oh God, that's heavy. Everything is heavy. It's just um, heavy. <laughs> everything is heavy. Um, but let's see. Uh, on a on a guess kind of a lighter note or something that you will know that will be true (laughs) what's that (laughs) is um i've been thinking a lot about history of course like i think all of us have been Mm -hmm. and i think about my past family members and like different periods like my mom's been especially my mom's been like she found a box of photos she just moved so she's been going ham with the photos. I saw that photo on Facebook. <laughs> Which one? She posted like ten. It was like your whole family. Oh, you were God. holding a baby. Hot mess. I'm Who's like, babe? Really... What baby was that? Who That's was my that? cousin Shatea. Okay. She really played with that one. Um, I said you had to post that. Anyway, <laughs> so like she posted a photo of me with my great great grandfather. Oh, such I a blessing! Such a blessing. I was like, he passed shortly after, but I was born. Okay. Um, and I was like, damn, he must have he been born in the late 18, like 1890 or 1900. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I'm just like, shit. So when we talk about different things that go on in history, a lot of times I'll think like, what were they doing during that time? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what are good memories that they have? You know, what was their favorite food? Um, how did they feel during these times? Were they scared? You know, how did they manage to get by? Um, so I then like, we know for a fact what's going on right now is going to be in the history books. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important that we start writing down stuff and like journaling and I think a lot of times when you think journaling, you think like, oh, my personal secrets. But you can also <laughs> you can also ju- like journal just like literally current events. Um, you know, what were you doing during this covid stuff? You know, you can write down like how people are reacting in the world, how people are reacting around you, how you're handling it. Um, everything that's going on with uh, the light shining on the oppression of black people in America um you can write about your experience um you know things that you maybe had to go through things that you were wondering about about your ancestors Mm -hmm. um just so that people that come behind you or after you um i'm gonna say after you people that come after you can you know they'll have something that they can read you know just to Mm -hmm. get to know you to understand better how life was during this time right now um so that's something I've been thinking about. I think that we should all start doing just writing down. I mean, it don't got to be nothing major. You know, just whenever you have the time, whatever you feel inspired to write down your thoughts and feelings in the present moment. Even write down maybe some of your favorite memories. That'd be yeah. nice for, you know, just like special times in your life um, that you hold on to that, you know, your your descendants can later read on. So. No, I think that's dope. That will kind of give people a, a snapshot of what it was like. And I feel like when I'm looking at history, 
or researching history. Those are the type of things I think are so cool, like Mm -hmm. the personal accounts of an individual, not even somebody who's like a big name, just somebody who's living in the era. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's cool. I think that's a good idea. You know, in a way, we're doing that with the pod. Yeah, we are. We are. But I just mean, yeah, on a much personal (laughs) level, because I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. All this shit might blow up. So. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe can hold on to a, a book. I'm trying to be optimistic. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully something good comes from all this. I mean, what is it going to get worse? No. <laughs> uh, you know, can't, I hesitate. We, can't, we don't got. We ain't getting nowhere else to, but to go, but up. Like I hesitate. I don't know. I just hesitate to say that. I think it it can get worse. But can it get worse than it's ever been? I don't know. I don't. Think I don't so. know. I better not. I don't think better so. not. I think but the only thing that can, the only thing that we really have to worry about getting worse is the earth itself. Right. <laughs> Natural disasters. That's what we got to worry about. Um, you know, it's funny, uh, moving, moving on. You're saying, can it get worse than it's ever been? Uh, you were posting about, uh, the pandemic in, in the past and mm. people wearing <laughs> masks and stuff like that. Can you talk about that? Like, what were you saying? Uh, <laughs> They're janky as hell. They're just raggedy like like these motherfuckers <laughs> is now. But That's you what see that America like, don't change much. Mm, mm, I don't we think hard-headed. people change. I don't, I don't want to say we because we ain't in that. They hard-headed. Um, so back in, what was that, 1919, the Spanish flu came. They were showing. I was looking up old articles. And a lot of new articles came out making comparisons uh, mm. to people's behavior back then to how they act now. And they were wearing masks back then. They weren't that effective because the material wasn't that great, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was very porous. Like, they would use gauze and things like that. So that wasn't the best. But most, they, they mostly had issues with men wearing masks because they felt like it was too feminine. I don't know how <laughs> we make that. Yo, yo, honestly, and they, I- would, um, they, would, they would cut holes into their masks so that they could Jeez. still smoke. Um, they, they, they began to fine people. I believe it was $50 for not wearing a mask. So a lot of them, you know, would wait till they saw the cops come around her and pull it down over their Shut face. Shut up. Like a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. The police. Like a seat belt. <laughs> I'm done. They probably um, like, fuck 12. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, they had to they had to market and do different campaigns to target men specifically because they were just not listening as far as putting these masks on. And they tried to develop masks that had holes in them already for their for their smokes. Well, remember back at that time, smoking was probably like right, a health, that, healthy and, thing for you. Yeah, right. And then chewing tobacco. Those people had to constantly keep lifting up their masks. Oh, it was getting in the way of their work. I was like, this is raggedy. <laughs> Ew! Uh, like that, they had to have a campaign to tell people stop spitting on the street. Yeah, how is chewing tobacco still a thing? Uh, I I've met a few people. Surprisingly, I was really? like, oh, yeah, recently, yeah, in recent years. Uh huh. I was shocked. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, I've never tried that. And I don't think I ever will. Mm-mm, that's your thing, huh? That's a. If I met somebody, that's what I was. Oh, that's what you do. That's like that's gnarly. Like that shit is that's ugh, you, you just said want the, gnarly. <laughs> that that's like that is though. Like you want uh-huh. you want that tobacco juice. Ugh. Imagine swallowing it. You're not supposed to swallow. Yeah. I heard if you swallow it, like you throw up. You probably would. 
Jesus. That's like I threw up when I smoked a cigar once. <laughs> Did you inhale? I couldn't help it. I kept doing it on accident. I was smoking a cigar yesterday. Yeah, I learned the hard way when I first smoked a cigar. Mm-hmm. You cannot inhale that bad boy. <laughs> you have a long day if you do. Mm-mm-mm. Um, But yeah, I just thought that was funny that we're still having those issues. Um, And then, I mean, you know, people say that it's a conspiracy right now going on with COVID, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But it may be but we are the only ones i feel in the whole world that have made it into a political issue though yeah we like, can't it's help a right ourselves. versus left like every time you see these videos of people um upset that they have to wear a mask in the store they always start instantly blaming it on liberals and i'm like but it's whole, a virus the whole world is wearing them so i i understand if you want to call out the government and say they're doing shady shit but what's I got to do with liberals? You're making it a very domestic issue and it's not a domestic issue. <laughs> it's it's a so weird. Issue. It's so weird. Just Idiots. how like everything gets sparse left and right. Just everything's just binary. They're so basic. And we associate these things like for instance, climate change. Why is climate change like a, a or why is climate change denial like exclusively Republican? Because the Ice Age never happened. Did it ever happen? Maybe it didn't. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Um, I came across an article since we were just talking about COVID. Al- Alabama students holding COVID parties with a prize for the first person who gets sick. What? What do you mean? Meaning they, they put a party together. It's not a mm-hmm. social distancing party, mind right. you. And they invite people and they only even invite people who have COVID to come to the party. They pull money together, and whoever gets COVID first gets the pot of money. What? So these people that have it, they ain't sick. <laughs> like, what? I, have no, I don't know. I don't oh, know what these goodness. Alabama students stupid. is doing. What do they have to show their form that they actually have it, and then they go to the party, and do they just, like, drink off of everyone's cup? Like, this is stupid. This doesn't yeah. even make sense. I think I saw a video of people drinking out of the same cup. That's so stupid. I can't. Mm. This is on talking about natural selection. <laughs> I'm saying like, say, part of me is just like, don't do that. But also part of me is just like, eh, would society be better? I mean, if you're that fucking dumb. You know, they have what what's it called. Purpose? I don't know what type of party it is. Mm. Uh, but it's actually like an organized orgy that somebody that they invite people and somebody supposedly has aids that's just stupid and yeah (sighs) i don't have time for this russian roulette people are (laughs) weird and they don't have real life issues to worry about apparently and they need a thrill that shit is weird that's fucking there is a that is a, a an idea though that you know life is a lot easier than it was years ago and that's why we argue over these uh that's why we bicker over everything. Just like we have nothing else to be mad about. We usually, for the most part, we're, we're fed. For the most part, we have a roof over our head. And we're not worried about saber-toothed tigers and, and fucking pterodactyls swooping down and, and taking our kids away. So I mean, we have real life stuff to worry about. <laughs> I know we do. No, I mean, you we talking do. About I'm them? just talking, I'm talking like just in, in general, in the grand scheme of things. Like, we're not worried about... Bears. I get that. I'm talking about these thrill-seeking people. Oh yeah, who are usually but, less melanated that like to jump off cliffs <laughs> and play with their life. 
I feel like it's because they don't they, they don't dick. have anything chasing them mm-hmm. <laughs> in general in life, so they need a thrill. Um, they get I addicted to that high too. I don't know people like playing with their life like that. That's yeah. just stupid. Would you ever bungee jump? No. I don't think I'd bungee jump. I don't do. I don't even ride roller coasters, so I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't do that. I don't like I don't the blame drops. We talked. I don't about blame this. you. Yeah, I don't blame it you. Feels like death. It's not fun. I used to love them when I was younger. Then I went like as an adult. And I was just like, why am I even here? Like, this is not like, like my heart is racing. Like, like I'm <laughs> frightened. This is not fun. This isn't fun. Uh, Kanye West. Oh, God. Well, first, we, we didn't have this last week, but uh, Kanye West and Gap have inked a multi-year deal. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, a 10-year deal starting in June 2020 with a renewal option after five. He's creating modern uh, basics for men, women, and children at affordable prices. The goal is to bring $1 billion in sales the first year. Um, he also tapped a Nigerian British designer. I don't know how to say her name. Um, it's Mawalola. Mawalola Agunlesi as the design director. I thought that was kind of cool. I know we didn't talk about it last time, but I, I don't know. I think that's what he's been trying to do. Make affordable clothing. You don't think so? Has he? I don't know. I'm like, has I've, he? I've heard him in a, in an interview saying like he, he wanted to do like, you know, trendy clothing at, at H and M price points. And that was a struggle for him to do. I heard that in an interview. He's actually said. Was that. this before he released his collection or after? Um, I think this was maybe around the same time. Because mm, he doesn't have control. What he was saying is he doesn't have control over distribution, and that's how I, the prices get set. I get that. I get so, that. So mm, if he's able to do it with Gap, little... we'll see. I don't know. I'm not that excited. I'm I'm happy for him because I know that he loves Gap. So that's cool. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. He's always talked about Gap and really? Polo, I didn't, Rob I didn't, Lauren. I know yeah. that. I didn't know Gap was a oh, part yeah, of that. Oh, yeah, he always talks about Gap, too. Um, Gap need to do something because <laughs> they've been it's, on the down for a while now. So Yeah. Gap we'll used see. to be the thing, though. Like, I know. As far as they just to get the off. essentials, just mm-hmm. to get those essential stuff. I used to work for Gap. Me, too. You did win. I worked. Uh, no, it was Old Navy. I'm sorry. It wasn't Gap. Oh, I worked okay. at Old Navy. I worked at Old Navy, too. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I'm just, I don't got high hopes because the last, it was very disappointing last time he released something. So we'll see. I just we'll want regular t-shirt. Just going to be a regular t-shirt. It ain't going <laughs> like, to be a regular t-shirt. It got to be different. It got to we'll be see. different. We'll see if it's wearable. I don't know. Whatever. I, I'll yeah. save my judgment. Uh, just now or just yesterday, he announced that he's running for president. Mm-hmm thoughts um this isn't the first time he said it true this is Um, true but he did when he said it last time i think he said it for this election i mean why he gonna say it now then if he's serious it's like at the end like literally three months away so i guess he's gonna be a write-in um he better start campaigning (laughs) right I don't everything's a fucking joke. I feel like the world is just about to end or something. Like all this shit is about to crumble down and it's <laughs> no, really I don't even know no. if the election's even gonna happen at this point. Like 
they're both gonna get sniped. I don't know sniped. what's going. I'm. I don't know. I feel. I don't. I don't know. I feel like it does feel like they're like it's coming to something. Something. Yeah. I, I just don't feel know like everything is. is about to just crumble. Like I don't know. They keep trying to carry on, just you know, business as usual, and mm-hmm. shit's getting weirder and weirder by the day. Um. So. Yeah. I'm kind of like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I get it. I, I'm kind of like, I don't know. I can't even like imagine myself years ago thinking Kanye for president, but now like just seeing how much of a joke the president role can be, it's kind of like, well, why the fuck not? I better fucking not. I don't got time because <laughs> Kanye is basically a black Trump. Like they literally almost have the same birthday, they have the same thought patterns, mm. irrational. Nobody has time for irrational ass people, especially when people's lives are at, you know, stake and they have to make very serious decisions. Yeah. And they be in their feelings way too much to rationally make a decision. So I'm really starting Kanye to think that, sit down. that and I, I hope this is not just a reaction to Trump, but I'm really looking at like, can anybody successfully be president? Can no. Why should it be one person? I feel like we need to get like the 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 nation's smartest minds together and we need to do this as a collaborative effort. Like why is I don't know, like I mean why, it is though because there's a lot of people behind the scenes. That's the thing. Mhm. It's all fucked up. I'd rather hear from the people behind the scenes in their specific field speak on those issues. I don't <laughs> want one guy just regurgitating everything like you're not a doctor. Like why am I getting my <laughs> advice for COVID from this guy? Because he runs some department or something. And Trump appointed all these people into these positions. So that's why, yeah, it's like the president does have certain powers, which can very be very detrimental. Um, but even there's people over Trump's head. Trump ain't the number one. Yeah, I think. And those we people say that, that are in yeah. control, you know, we're not going to know who they are. Of course not. We say that, but they try to write that off as conspiracy stuff. People will write that off as saying that, like, yeah, the president's not in control. He's, he's no... placed there. They, they write that off as, you know what I mean, like, going down a rabbit hole <laughs> nonsense. But I don't know. I, I don't know how people, like, willfully participate in politics. It, it's got to be very hard to vote. It has to be very. It's going to be very hard to vote. Not for many. There's a lot of people excited about Biden. And then mm. Kamala Harris might be his running mate. Woo! <laughs> Woo! I was laughing yesterday. Yay! Uh, laughing at my parents. So I was just like, yeah, well, just know that a vote for Biden is a vote for whoever he taps as vice president because he's not making it through four <laughs> years. I tell you that right now. He's losing I'm his done. shit. No, he's losing it, yo. He you ever seen those compilations? I, I, I cannot wait to see them debate. It's going to be fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. That might be what's coming to. We're talking about what, what's this all coming to. That's going to be the best thing on television in oh, a God, very I'm long so time. Oh, God, I'm so excited. I said I'm one of them is, is going to cuss. You know it. One of them is going to cuss. Well, that's if Biden can get out of fucking sentence. I mean, Trump too, shit. They both getting old and senile. They are, but Trump seems sharper. No, he talks he's on in drugs. Circles. He's on drugs. He's Let's on just be drugs. real. He's on drugs. He's he on just speed. He talks in circles. <laughs> I'm sick of it all. 
Uh, <laughs> all right, man. I think we're going to call it. We will call it for this episode. Um, yeah, I ain't got much. We don't, don't got, got much shit. Yeah, I, don't I don't even know how we got else. 50 minutes just now. We surprised ourselves. Just, you know, tired, guys. <laughs> tired uh, and irritated. Everything is in, mer- in retrograde. We just had a lunar eclipse metrograde. yesterday. Metrograde. I know I would say Mercury's in retrograde, but more than Mercury's in retrograde right now. The whole and world, we, the galaxy in retrograde. <laughs> we had a lunar eclipse yesterday. What's that mean? Um, It was like eclipse which was related to Saturn. Saturn rules life's lessons, hard truths, things you mm. need to observe about yourself. There's a lot of hard truths going around today. A lot of shadow work. It's Everybody needs to do the work on themselves. That's what I always think about when you're like, where are the leaders at? Where's the leaders? Yeah, yeah I'm off that. We don't need them. Everybody needs to lead themselves and get your own shit together. And... Look at the things that you have going on. That's a problem. How can you fix your immediate circle? Should be everybody's question. No, fix yourself. Well, yeah. Fix yourself. You're in that circle. But (laughs) if you're fixing yourself, whoever's in your circle that needs to be there will remain. So that's not for you to worry about. You just worry about fixing yourself and doing the work to get yourself together because there's a lot of bad habits and thought patterns and things of that nature that we all need to work on um that's the that's the only thing we can do right now there's too much you know there's too much going on that we don't have control over yeah um and if everybody took the time to look at themselves honestly (laughs) and work through their individual you know issues it'd be very helpful yeah. Be very helpful to the collective because <laughs> we need some good energy out here. We do. Everything is so mixed up and jacked up. Yeah, everything just seems so fucking convoluted and cloudy and ugh. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yay, good episode. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your week, y'all. Right? Have a great week, guys. Yeah. Um, uh, but hey, I mean, we were here. We at least hopefully kept you entertained for an hour yeah, um, yeah. all right we love y'all yeah we thank had to y'all check so in. much thank y'all so much for listening thank y'all for for supporting us through all this um and we will be back god willing <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were good we were good we, we were good for i don't know guys i don't know it's like nah <laughs> bye everybody have a great uh, week yeah